Konnichiwa, everybody. Man, it's good to see you guys again. I feel like it's been forever since we talked. It's good to have you back, guys. And it's especially good to have you back, Ty. Man, we haven't caught up in forever. How's it going? Same as like two days ago. (laughs) Same as a couple hours ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, Uh, you'll have to forgive us. We're a little bit sleepy. We're a little bit podcasted out. Because uh, we just yeah. recorded the other day, and <laughs> it's a true. it's a new experience for us, two in a week. Um, so it's so, kind of exhausting. Yeah, bear with us. It is. It's it's hard to get into that zone. Yeah, um, right. Where you're, it's it's different because, like, in my experience, is something like I look forward to all week, and then in that one hour and a half session, I just explode it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, hey, I'll let at you least judge. Least whether... more than most people would. Yeah, well, I pride myself on my endurance. For <laughs> uh, <pretty>. you. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um. So, so yeah, take us with a grain of salt, maybe tonight. But we're we're still gonna enjoy it. We're still gonna have a good time. Anytime we can talk to each other, especially about anime and and hang out with you guys, is a good night, in my opinion. All right. And on top of that, tonight I bought Cheez-Its, which is my uh, biggest addiction in life. So, it's a mine, good night. Mine is uh, mine is Starburst Minis. Yeah. Ugh, Starburst Minis. Um, I've already burnt through like half of a family size pack of Cheez-Its tonight. I yeah. I could, I could do that. I bet you, for you though. Yeah, no, nope. I am, I'm not getting thinner. That's for sure. But that's okay. As far as the listeners know, I'm six foot five, solid muscle, with an eight pack, and biceps the size of, uh, basketballs. I Is that freakishly large? I, I would say probably. For a six foot five dude, though. Solid I muscle? Mean, I don't know. Basketballs are huge. That's true. Basketballs are pretty big. I mean, in terms of regular muscle mass, at least. Now, if you said your ass was that, I mean, that, <laughs> maybe. It's like two perfect basketballs pushed together. <laughs> uh, so, before this gets weird, let's move on. Oh, it already did. <laughs> There's no going back from that. Before any more talk about my just delicious butt, um, can I tell you what the flavor of the week is? <laughs> is it your delicious butt? <laughs> I don't want any of that. It's Nathan Butt Robin. Yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> is it talking mass? <laughs> Thank you for this meal. Okay. Listen, there's people standing in line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Hey, been... the only people that I know might want that are third world countries. <laughs> Cannibal tribes. <laughs> hey, so... I mean, supposedly, but is pretty good meat. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah? You, yeah. uh, is this something you've looked into? No, nah, I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, cow butt, pig's butt. Common, common cuts of meat. True. Is that what's bacon on the? Disgusting. Well, okay. What's sausage? 
Mr. I hate bacon alien uh, guy? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I think bacon is from the um, the rump. There's a fun word, rump. <laughs> Man, well, I haven't heard rump in a while. I think that's the technical term. Because you can get a rump roast. <laughs> um, I'm terribly sorry to tell you this, but you have rump cancer. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, so... Yeah, yeah so uh, the f- side and back cuts of pork for bacon. Okay. So maybe it's the sausage. You go ahead, I'm just going to look this up. Okay, well, while you're looking at pig butt, um, <laughs> I'll get into the flavor of the week this week, which is... Right here, I have it. I should know it, but spicy mushroom miso ramen. So it's like, yeah, it's like ramen and miso soup and mushroom and spiciness all mixed together in one delicious package. But does it have butt? <laughs> but no butt. Aww. But, 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 but. Um, rump- I'll just make do without it. Rumpus. Heine? Heine is kind of a fun one, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like like kind of words that like a five-year-old would use. (laughs) I think Tushi is my favorite. Mm, Yeah, I'll take uh, words a five-year-old would use for 500 (laughs) hours. Alex Trebek. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The only way to kill him is by saying his name backwards. Yeah. All right, so what's that thing we say? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I honestly Takimasu. Oh. I miss the good old days back when we were a young podcast and we had our priority straight where we tried to say that one catchphrase at the same time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I I don't remember those. Those were dark days. Oh, dark days before I was established as evil. Octobers are the darkest days of the year for me. Mm, I enjoyed the Octobers. Because it takes the one thing I look forward to most in life, and it turns it into something terrifying. Mm, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> uh, so can we not dwell on that, and can we get into the anime of the week this week, which I'm really excited about? <sighs> Fine. And you're obviously very excited about as well. I prefer October, but whatever. <laughs> you know what we gotta do next October? What? We gotta. I noticed we didn't really have a. Well, maybe you can argue we did, but we didn't have a specific monster anime, uh, spooky anime. Well, we yeah, had our. I guess you could kind of argue that uh, Helsing was because it's vampires. Yeah, but I, I, see I guess I we. We had our psychological thrillers. We had our blood and gore. But, alright. So, the anime of the week this week is something you guys might have heard of. It was really, like, it had its, it it definitely had a time in the, in the spotlight. And for good reason, too. I, I really like this anime. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, it's called... Akame ga kill in English and in Japanese. I wonder if this bit will ever get old. But <laughs> in Japanese, it's called Akame ga kill. Uh, no, close. it's called Agami kakiru. Ooh. 
It's close. That's close. interesting. Wow. I caught that right as I said kill, and I was like, no. <laughs> very, very Hiru. close. You can guess what Kiru means. Yeah, it means uh, princess, right? No. Uh, I could do better that's, than that's that. <laughs> I could do much better than that. I could have said swirly hair. I could have said every sadness. <laughs> I could have said panda scissors. Oh my god, sadness. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, any hardcore fans out there? Any super listeners, if you will, might um <laughs> might see a red flag going up and might say, "Hey, wait a minute! Didn't you guys do this one already?" Well, the answer to that is yes, but. It was, number two is you should listen to us better. <laughs> it was within our our first ten episodes, and we wanted to give it another shot, see if we could do it more justice than we did the first time, because it wasn't super great the first time we went over it. Our synopsis, anyway, because we were both doing our own. Yeah, and it was, and well, it was weird. Real dark times. <laughs> it was like. It it was like our podcast puberty almost. <laughs> we were just awkward and <laughs> acne our written. Our voice is kind of like Jesus, bitch. We were getting hair in weird places on our oh, podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know how many times I had to shave it before we published it. <laughs> don't shave it. You gotta be proud of that stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, waxed it. <laughs> if you shave it, it comes back too soon. Wax it. Yeah, you, you really. I mean, the best way to go about it is to torch it. If you ask me. Hmm. Sounds kind of painful, though. Well, no pain, no gain. That's what they say. It's true, but in this case, you're not really gaining anything. You're losing it. You're gaining some delicious nostril sense. And... Yeah. What? Is, did you just make a small... Uh... <laughs> small genital joke? No. No, it's Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get your joke, which I'm sure was hilarious. No, no, it's okay. Not losing it's anything by torching it. What are you talking about? No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners are laughing with you, Tyler, but I'm just confused. <laughs> do you have I'm something going down? I'll laugh to myself. It's okay. Well, I mean, do you have something going on down there that I don't? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's just move on. Oh, man. This is going to bother me all night now. <laughs> um, all right. So, so we gonna... like the synopsis? Yeah. Let's get this synopsis out there. Here we go. La, 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 la. Um, synopsis for Akami Got Kill. Night Raid. Read to you by... <laughs> nope. In the beginning. I have to edit that out. <laughs> what is I that? Still... I accidentally said the last name. Oh, you that? did, didn't you? Man, yeah. why don't you just tell my social security card where your social security number and if I knew it, I would. <laughs> credit card number. If I had a credit card, debit card number, perhaps license, ID. Um, <laughs> nope, blood I won't type. be. Don't forget the blood type. <laughs> blood Sports. type. Preference um, in women. Any and all, yes, please. <laughs> Sex, yes, he please. Likes them big. Um, so yeah, this is getting weird. Synopsis: <laughs> Night Raid is a covert assassin. 
Night Raid is the covert assassination branch of the Revolutionary Army, an uprising assembled to overthrow Prime Minister Honest, whose avarice and greed for power has led him to take the advantage of the Child Emperor's inexperience. Without a strong and benevolent leader, the rest of the nation is left to drown in poverty, strife, and ruin. Through, though the Night Raid members are all experienced killers, they understand that taking lives is far from commendable, and that they will likely face retribution as they mercilessly eliminate anyone who stands in the Revolutionary Army's way. This merry band of assassins' newest member is Tetsumi, a native, uh, a naive boy from a remote village who had embarked on a journey to help his impoverished hometown and was won over by not only Night Raid's ideals, but also the resolve. Akami Gakil follows Tatsumi as he fights the Empire and comes face to face with powerful weapons, enemy assassins, challenges to his own morals and values, and ultimately what is truly what it truly means to be an assassin with a cause. Uh I'd just like to point out that there was incorrect grammar in there. Is there? Where? No, 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 it's, it's just me. Go ahead. Okay. It's not, I mean, it's not helping the podcast at all. I just, <laughs> I, I, it just bugged me. So I was like, yeah. So um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that was a pretty decent synopsis. Yeah. Um, it, it leaves out a couple things, though. Like, there's a really cool part about this anime where... These things are introduced. Um, There's special weapons. They have a name, too. I forget what it's called, though. Suppose you remember, do you, Ty? I did until you brought it up. <laughs> um, oh, let's, God. That's going to buzz the hell out of me now. Yeah, let's Google search this, because this is important. Um, Agame Ka Kill Weapons. Aren't you guys? Aren't you guys glad you tuned in so you can watch us Google stuff or I listen to believe, us Google stuff? I can't believe you did this to me. Hey, I still like, don't know what you were like, talking about right with your thing. Before, right before we we recorded, I was watching an episode and it had the the name of it in there. It's um something to do with the emperors. Anyway, uh, how's going, guys? <laughs> Are you looking this up too, or am I just looking it up? I thought you were. Oh, okay. They're called Imperial Arms Weapons. I knew it had something to do with the Emperor. Yeah, Imperial Arms. And these are like super weapons, right? They're specialized weapons that only certain people can use, and they all have very special attributes to them. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you, some are, aren't even weapons. Some are armors. And... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, Others are, like, weirdly living things. Oh, yeah, that's true. They get, I mean, they get creative with it. And as you can imagine, that brings a lot of variety to mm-hmm. the anime. And let's see. It... Yeah, it basically it, it follows Tatsume who gets caught up with these 
night raid assassins and their one mission in life is to bring down the emperor and the prime minister mostly it's the prime minister though because the emperor is just a puppet but it goes um it goes through and you and you kind of watch them on this quest and it develops the characters along the way really well story-wise i mean that's pretty much the plot though it's not a real complicated plot no well i mean not that i've seen so far at least no and i also i mean part of me is like that old part of me is like nathan you gotta really get into this and because this is a great series and you want people to watch it so you gotta get into it and, and do it justice and the other part of me is like well you know if you really want them to watch it then you're gonna kind of want to keep it vague because you otherwise you're gonna give them spoilers <laughs> and scare them away it's, but, it's a predicament no i suggest you guys definitely watch it though as far as plot what else can we i mean so further on uh well actually disclaimer we're just doing first season right uh, that's all I've watched. Yeah, we're just doing season one, and maybe we'll save season two for later, and we can give you guys a more in-detail uh, synopsis or, or run-through of the anime. But um, for season one, so you're going to have to help me out here, Ty, because it blurs together a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, the let's see episode 11 that's what you've watched right episode 10 yeah see does the name or does the term wave mean anything to you yes okay so um kind of one cool thing they do with this anime is and i like this about it too um, you don't necessarily purely see the story unfold from Tatsume's point of view. You also see the, um, the enemy's point of view for, for some parts of the story. Uh, I don't know, once again, I don't know how much they get into that in first season, but it's really I don't cool. Think at all. <laughs> no, do they not? Well, it uh, they, second season thing. They must have just introduced Wave then, huh? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I guess, yeah, and that's a cool thing too because uh, it ke- doing that in the second season, they, it keeps it from fizzling out and getting boring because it's, um, it's a very cut and dry kind of sort of plot because they 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 get assigned a mission and then they kind of go do that mission and the appeal is seeing how they do that mission and uh seeing how they're justified in doing this and if complications arise how they deal with them i honestly think one of the most appealing things is is watching tatsumi grow yeah he does have a lot of growth in this he's He's introduced as like a kind of like a country bumpkin almost, and um, very wet behind the ears. Yeah, very naive, and 
you get to see him. He's exposed to the city life, which is a whole different world. This concrete jungle, if you will. And he he learns, you know, the different natures of people. And I, yeah, I like seeing him grow. And you get to see some of the other characters grow as well. Uh, it's too bad we're not doing a spoiler cast of this because we could we could get into a lot of stuff. But for now, let's move on to characters. Hmm. Characters play a pretty big part, considering there's not a lot of story to this. Yeah, not a lot of complicated story, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, pretty cut and dry. The characters are great. Yeah, they are. So the the main character is Tatsume, and then. He joins this night raid, which is composed of one, two, three, uh, first season. <laughs> it's composed of, what, like, I want to say five? One, two, three, four. Well, including him, maybe six. Yeah, if you count the leader, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Six. Okay. So, we'll go with that. And each of those have, each person has their own imperial arms and, and personality and backstory. They they make each character pretty unique um, and develop them pretty well. But, uh, you got Tatsume, who's the main character, and then... The first person he meets is, and this is a spoilers because it was in the first episode, Leone. Um, I really liked her. Yeah. To be honest, she has kind of the. I don't know how would you describe her personality. Uh, carefree. Yeah, yeah. carefree. She's very, a free spirited kind of, um, playful. She's. Much like her name, Leone, uh, kind of reminiscent of Lion, and much like her imperial arms would suggest, she kind of has like a personality you would give to a, a personified cat, almost. <laughs> she's pretty much a cat lady. Yeah. She's, she's like that crazy cat lady. Well, know, I, I, I wouldn't go so far as it's calling her crazy. I, I definitely wouldn't dare calling her crazy to her face. <laughs> Um, and then, so, then you're introduced to characters such as Akame, whose name, actually, you find in the anime title. Akame got kill. From what we know, Japanese, can we, so if that's her name, uh-huh. Yuru's kill, what, what is, what does the ga mean in that, do we know? Um, I know God's used in sentences a lot. I don't honestly know exactly what it means, though. Okay. Well, we'll just assume that the, that's kind I'm, of a neat little thing. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to look it up. Okay, you do that. I'll keep talking. I'll keep chugging through. Um, it meets Akame, and they kind of start to develop a love interest there, which is, I mean, might seem out of place in an anime like this, but... Really, it works well because uh, she's pretty cute. You also in, there also introduced mine, who has a weird name in my opinion, but she was pretty cute too. 
Um, I don't know. I thought I, I thought maybe she had a thing for Tatsume. I don't know why I'm getting all wrapped up in this love interest thing when it's clearly not a romantic anime. <laughs> what is it? Action, adventure, and fantasy is what it's categorized as. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It was 2014, July 7th through December 15th. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot of action. Uh, adventure, I can kind of see. high fan- Definitely a lot of fantasy. But, um, I don't know, anything particular. I mean, the coolest thing about the characters is their Imperial Arms. And I don't want to go into those for each character because that's a cool thing to kind of discover in the anime. That'd be a pretty big spoiler. Very reminiscent of uh, Bleach. Um, that's true. Those, if you ask me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Uh, Nagenda is the the leader of the Night Raid. She's the captain of the uh, Revolutionary Army. Which so there's the night raid, which is this group of assassins. They're kind of like the elites in the revolutionary army, and the revolutionary army is like an actual army that's opposing the the capital. Um. Oh. Uh, that indicates the subject of a sentence when it is new information for the listener, or when the subject is emphasized. Okay, so maybe they're just. It, it's emphasizing this character Akame and then kill. I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm sure it's clever. <laughs> I'm sure it's clever I, from like a Japanese standpoint. Yeah. Um it's it's kinda of funny that they didn't translate the god part. I understand Akame because it's a name. The god part you think they would translate. So they translated the kill. That's true. I don't know. I think it has a catchy tone. Uh, it catches it. Does. To it. it does. Um, but in this in this group of night raid characters, the only other well, there's two other guys. There's uh, the green haired guy, who I'm not seeing on the character list right now. I really liked him. I did too. He he's, uh, got, he's got a really cool imperial arms. He does Lubuck, L U B B O C K. This is and um I don't know, yeah, he he had a cool imperial arm. Um I'm not sure what his purpose was story-wise. I'm sure if I paid more attention when I was rewatching it, they used them to develop some things. I think it was mostly comic relief. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the other one is, uh, Bulat, B-U-L-O-T, who I refer to as swirly hair guy. Oh, it's um, bro. Bulat. Yeah, he refers to himself as bro, or everyone refers to him as bro. Well, um, Tatsumi refers to him as bro. Yeah, and he comes off with a strong personality. Then again, he also refers to um, Lionel as a sis. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I like that, too. I like that kind of uh, relationship developed between those two. Well, I mean, they they really do become like a family. Yeah, they do. All these uh, Night Raid members. Mm -hmm, mm 
um, which is great to watch. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's we keep talking about these kind of things you wouldn't really expect in action, uh, fantasy anime. Don't get us wrong; there's plenty of action in this anime, and, and it's, it's all, very good too. Yeah, it's all really cool. There's some awesome. Really awesome fight scenes. There's mm-hmm. some super cool death scenes, um, and all kinds of all kinds of appealing stuff packed in there. If you're into those kind of shows, um, very well rounded anime. Yeah, I think so too. So, well, since we're doubling a little bit here, you want to just play that game I mentioned in the last one. Uh, I don't know if you ever told me. No, I didn't tell you about it. Okay. Um, well, it's not really a game. All I was going to say is, if you could choose any one of these Imperial Arms, uh, which one would you most want, and why, and which one would you least want, and why? Uh, hmm, from what I've seen, tough one. Like I said, I really like the box. It's really cool. I've always been kind of fond of that kind of a uh, a weapon. It's kind of unique and cool in its own way. Very versatile. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, for anybody who's wondering, his weapon is is essentially um, kind of like uh, if you watched our anime of the week a few weeks ago when it was Helsing. Um, very similar to Walter's weapon. Oh, that's is, true. Uh, he can manipulate wires um, or strings, as he calls them, um, and use them as weapons. So, Wal- yeah, wires. Walter's was more like, I don't know, I feel like uh, Lebox is more mechanical though yeah his well and his is also more versatile if you ask me because he can transform it and he can combine all the strings and make them into weapons and stuff yeah um it's hard though like out of all of them that one's really cool but which one i'd like to have the most (sighs) that's that's a difficult one oh that's not the one you'd like to have the most no, I think it's really cool. I don't know if I want. I would like it the most, though. Um, the lots is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but there's like a cool thing his can do. Oh yeah. Maybe oh. I don't know. That might be spoiler. Oh, but his is his is uh. If you ask me, one of probably the most powerful because it's very well rounded. It's got a very solid defense, but it's also got a really high offense. Yeah, that's true. Where a lot of the others, while they're really cool, but they're like mostly offense, not a lot of defense. Like Akame, uh, Akame's is really cool. I really like the idea behind hers, but it's oh, not. Oh yeah. I mean, it's mostly offense. <laughs> that's it's true. The sword that kills in one strike. So. Yep. What about you? Um, let's see. I, th- I don't know. I think, um, since you already said it, I'll, I'll go with Akame's too, just because it is cool that it kills in one strike, 
And it's cool how you have to be, I mean, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to use it, right? Because it is, in fact, a, um, a particular weapon that, I sound stupid saying all this without giving spoilers. <laughs> um, it's very powerful, but um, yeah, you have to be a, a particular kind of person to be able to use it. Or you have to use it using a particular kind of fighting style, I guess. Yeah. Um, you gotta you gotta kind of put your life on the line every time you use it, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as for the one I'd least probably be interested in having, um, even though it's a cool idea, um, probably the scissors one. Yeah, I mean, Sheila it, looks, had. It, it looks really cool, but... I, I just feel like it'd be cumbersome to fight with scissors. Well, plus, trust like, the special ability wasn't all that cool. That's true. It was just kind of like, oh, that's that's a thing. I guess that's effective. It's not really cool, but it's, yeah, it's kind of effective. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I... I... I'm worried about this because i'm worried people will kind of be turned off watching this um just because we're both a little burnt out doing this episode but i feel like if they if you guys watch the first episode you'll probably be hooked the first episode was especially the end of the first episode yeah it's super cool i mean yeah it's it's definitely a good anime and yeah yeah, I, I think all it takes is really the first episode. Um, there's not... Well, yeah, no, the first episode's all you need. It should get you either hooked or, or make you think that you don't like it. Yeah, that's true, because it, it does pretty much set the tone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for how the anime will be. You know, the so, comedy, the action, the um, characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so you want to move on to music? I rather enjoyed the music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked the opening theme. It was pretty good. I really liked that one. Um, I thought it fit the anime really well. Um, you know, it's kind of got a, oh, kind of like a rockish feel to it. Yeah, kind of like a very little... high energy. Yeah, it's kind of um, like fighting music. Yeah, yeah. So I think it fit the anime really well. It's it's a, it's a very good song, um, and I feel like since um, since we're like now uh, including the song and the title, we should probably give it um, credit where credit is due. Um, yeah. So if. Uh, you would like to know it's called Skyreach, and that's a cool name for a song too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Skyreach. Um, if I can find a like a um, artist name, it would be very nice to. Oh, artist Sora Amamia Amamia Amamia. <laughs> it is. It's kind of. Is a, it, is it, it sung by Sora's Mamiya? It, 
it just it, I mean it sounds weird, but that's that's literally A M A M I Y A. Didn't we wasn't that a thing we learned that Sora means sky? Yes. Didn't we learn that from No Game No Life? Yep. Well, I mean, I actually knew it from way back in Digimon, but yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, that fits with Digimon pretty well too. That's pretty cool. Um, so it's neat that the song's called Sky Reach and, and the artist's name is Sora. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good opening though, and I like the visuals of the opening too. Um But it it's definitely one of the songs that I'm gonna be putting on my just, you know, anime playlist. Oh cool. Yeah. I like the ending too. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good as well. Um it kinda had the opposite kind of tone to it. Yeah. If I remember right. Kind of a slower, more it kind of showed off the more seriousness of the series. Yeah, and and with some of the episodes you kind of needed that a little yes. bit you know, yeah, yeah, toned down at the end um, there. I'll tell you what though. I've been watching Roka Flower of the Six Braves. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but for some reason I've been really tuned into the music they've been using on that and i was watching that before i went back and watched agami guy kill and roka of the six braves it kind of spoiled me because it had really cool music um at appropriate times like actually in the anime i I might be mistaken but i think agami guy kill might have been lacking a little bit on music a little in the actual anime Maybe not, but, though. If so, sure, it's because it's was, an action. Um, there was a fight theme that I action really liked. Focused anime. But that being said, uh, I don't think we'll be choosing that as anime of the week until se- season two comes out. Fair enough. No, I was saying uh, I thought uh, Agamai Kill had a cool battle theme. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's got like that uh, guitar to it. Oh, that's true. That one? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It I thought it was really cool. It it's it's a very unique kind of battle theme. It kinda almost kinda almost reminds me of like a um bleach theme. Yeah, we're we're drawing a lot of bleach comparisons in this. Yeah, I mean bleach is such a, a It's a, a great broad, anime. And it well, is broad, yeah. Yeah, it's very broad, it's very um, easy to typecast things with, so I mean it's, you know, I could compare a ton of animated Bleach, compare a ton of animated Mar- Naruto. That's true. Um, you know, ton of anime to uh, uh Dragon Ball Z. The fairy tale. Fairy tale too. Yeah. So probably One Piece if either of us watched it. Yeah, I'm sure, but. Well, I think I think Fairy Tale is very similar to One Piece from what I understand, but I never watched One Piece, so I just I like Fairy Tale more. Yeah. All right. So you want to go into animation then? Sure. I would say this is a very good looking anime. I agree. I agree. I mean, um, the battle scenes were very well choreographed and very um, visual. I really liked that. Um, and it it looks good all the time. It's pretty consistent with its looks. Um, not that things stand out too much when it's not during a battle scene, but it's still really good. 
I even like how much detail they put in, or maybe not detail, but I like how they did some of the characters' expressions in certain situations. Yeah, like when, yeah. When, yeah. They did well with the characters all around. Um, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did well with the character expression. So, yeah, I agree. That was pretty good, and that was the last category, right? Plot, characters, music, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, animation. So you want to yeah. you want to do a play by play, or you want to just do a overall? It's up to you. Um. Well, yeah, let's do, let's do a play-by-play. I like play-by-play. Yeah, for consistency stake, snake, stake, sake, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, so yeah. plot. Plot? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd say an eight. It's, it's um, not super, you know out there it's not super original but it's it's still good yeah i i i don't know i'd almost argue that it is original just because and i don't know how much this has gotten into you where you're at yet but as you go on it i mean what the characters go through you know and and what they do with them i'm not really and especially when they add, like, they add new characters working for the Empire. God, this is getting into season two so much. But, it, no, I, I, mean, I mean, it really gets cool in season two because I'll go ahead and say it. They add a whole new cast of characters, um, except instead of working for Night Raid, like, Night Raid's still there. But they had a whole new cast working for the Empire and, it's essentially like the anti night raid. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like looking in a mirror, kind of. Yeah. Um, and you same, same coin, different side. Yeah, you see, and they're all. But, I mean, in everyone's eyes, no one's no one's a bad guy in their own eyes in this anime, no. which is a cool thing. So or maybe you, the minister. Yeah, I mean, even him, he's he's and he's just looking after himself in his eyes. Honestly, he's. He's doing it in a terrible way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, if that's the logic, then is a villain ever a villain in their own eyes? I don't know, though, because... I mean, there are villains out there who know they're villains, but that's because they were, like, more of an anti-hero than a villain. Itachi? Yeah, but, so could you make that argument for uh, the main villain in Helsing, then? Because he was just doing it all because he he loved war so much. I guess that's that's true. But again, in his eyes, that's that's okay. So I mean, yeah, and that's a cool thing to think about too. I guess no one does. I wonder. I wonder if we've ever watched the anime where someone acts a certain way just to be evil. I mean, so what was? I feel like we have. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be characters in Full Metal Alchemist where we could categorize. As, oh yeah, they, sure. there's no way you could justify. That that would be envy, probably. Well, yeah, yeah, like envy. That's a good example. He doesn't um, just because you know, he knows he's bad. He just hates humans. Yeah, 
I mean, and even even that, well, I don't know if you could say this, but the guy who turned his, and this might be spoilers, but whatever, his daughter into Humunguli. Oh, is, yeah. Um, can he be justified? Showing as, life, Alchemist. Yeah, as, as thinking he did the right thing in, in his eyes? I don't, I don't think so. Tucker, I don't... Uh, I feel like... Uh, I don't know if he... He was... I think in his situation, he was at uh, he was at an impasse, and he even says it. He's like, uh, I could either, you know, keep... Uh, and small spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood or Fullmetal Alchemist the original. Um, if you haven't, what the hell are you doing? Go watch them. <laughs> um, but um, he he even says he's like, well, I was at an impasse. I mean, I could, you know, lose my job and have to watch my kid starve or sacrifice my kid and keep my job. Yeah. So it's like it's a lose lose either way, kind of. So he just kind of went with. Uh, I guess what he thought was right at the time. All right. So anyway, <laughs> let's get back. What were we plot? You give it an eight. Um, <laughs> I'd give it. I mean, it. Keep. Uh, I'd just say that it does some cool things with the cast and the plot later on, and it makes you question things. But is it really the plot or the characters? Well, no, it's the characters they do cool things with, but the plot later on. Okay. Uh, I guess it doesn't make you quit. I'd I'd go eight. I'd almost plot wise, honestly, and I do like this anime. I'd almost go seven with plot. Yeah, uh, just because there's. I could see it. I could see it. It's not much of a thinking anime, although I don't know if you wanted to, you could read into it, but you can do that with anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make it any less good though. Yeah. No. Um. Seven or yeah, and then characters. Uh, season. I'm just just doing the season one characters. Um I'd give it I personally I'd I'd probably give it an eight too, because um they are developed well, they are unique. Uh you do grow well, I don't I don't know if you have, but I I did grow attached to them. Um especially seeing the struggles they go through. And, and would, that might yeah. play later into season two as well. I mean, I would say I would say I would give it a nine, just because not only do I like the characters, but I think the characters interact with each other very. Yeah, I would. I'd say, and I hate that I'm referencing season two so much, but it does ramp up a lot. Um, if you take it into season two into consideration, I'd definitely give it a nine, but. Yeah, and then what next? Animation. Animation I'd give a nine. I like that. I thought it was pretty good looking. Yeah, yeah, solid nine for sure. It had some really cool battle scenes and um pretty solid animation all around. Would you say the animation's comparable to Fate Stay Night, or would you say it's maybe a little under that? I would uh, I'd honestly say a little under it. I went to just. Fate Stay Night yeah. had some very crisp, good-looking animation. It did. I feel like very it was, good. Very it was almost polished. Um, more polished, definitely. Almost. I want to say a little bit more realistic looking, almost. But yeah. I don't know. 
It's probably heavier rendered. This one yeah. has more of a hand-drawn style to it. Yeah. Although, and it's weird to say, but I I do think the blood was pretty pretty polished animation-wise in this anime. Oh, like It's kind of a big part. Yeah, yeah, it does show up a lot. And when I say that, I mean, like, there's scenes where Akame, she, like, dices up an opponent in, like, one smooth move, and then it shows, like, they're, they're just, like, droplets, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty cool scene. Almost like a rain of blood. Yeah. So, what what would you give animation? No, I, I agree. Nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah. And then music? What would you give music? Probably also a nine. Nine, too? Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I, I liked the the opening was really cool. Um, and I really liked the battle theme. Yeah, so, I agree. Nice I would have gave it an eight, but then you mentioned the battle theme, and yeah, that kicks it up to a nine. Because it yeah, is a cool theme. Really cool. Yeah. So overall? Overall, nine. Um, and it may seem well yeah I'd give it a 9 overall yeah we got a we got a how many 9's in a row have we given I guess we talked about that already haven't we I mean as long as that, it deserves it I'm okay <laughs> with giving it a 9 that's true I mean uh, if you really want, I'll pick an anime series this week that deserves like a seven. No, I don't like want a bad show. <laughs> no, I am curious to see what you pick this week, though. But I already have it in mind. Cool. All right, so want to move on to our? We interrupt your weekly ramen podcast for a special news announcement. Is it an attack on anime? <laughs> Attack! Oh, oh no! Everyone, lock your doors. Head to the basements. Barricade your windows. There's uh, an attack on anime. How dare you, sir? <laughs> who dares attack anime? They're gonna have a buttload of otaku's on their heads. <laughs> the war of the otaku. <laughs> we quite an interesting war. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we wouldn't fare very well. <laughs> It depends on who the war's against. <laughs> if it's against potato a tight chips, society maybe. <laughs> if it's against Cheez Its, I'll eat them all. Oh, you could be a general. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. So, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, I feel like I probably have more articles, so I'll go first. Okay. And here's one that you probably will. Uh... Uh, find interesting. Ooh, do tell. Funimation Entertainment announced the main English dub cast for Terror and Resonance. Right. On Tuesday. This was an anime of the week one week. I was just going to ask, did we do that? Was this one we did together? Yeah. The one that you chose. Oh, right. So you've seen this as well then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I like the voice cast, too. It's got, uh, Christopher Bell, uh, Bevins as nine, and one of my favorite, Aaron Dismuke, as twelve. 
Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what that definitely would be a series I would suggest watching in, and uh, and dubbed because there's a lot. Yeah, it's it's a, a it's lot. yeah it's a thinking anim it's a thinking series. Plus, um, you wouldn't have to worry about the horrible. Um, Oh, Japanese English person yeah. trying to speak English that you hated so much. <laughs> That's true. That was that was almost a show ruiner for me. It was just so bad. <laughs> Which was funny because it was towards the end of the show too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Look forward to that. Yeah. All right, I got one from Crunchyroll, and it's about our old friend Higurashi. Ooh. Higurashi when they cry, chapter two. Watanagashi, uh, now available on Steam. So the visual novel, Chapter 2, is now available on Steam. Um, it was released on November 13th, which was yesterday. And um, it gives a little, little synopsis of it. I think... I, uh... I have not played the visual novels, but I can only imagine how good they are. I haven't either, and since I've still... I'm really bad about going back and finishing anime that I didn't finish. I've still only watched three episodes. I'm kind of tempted to just finish it out through... Like, get the visual novel and finish it out through that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it takes a... I assume it takes a very similar route. I wouldn't assume that it would not do something different. But who knows? Um, I mean, you should have some time coming up soon, right? Because uh, almost uh, almost Thanksgiving, you get some time off of school for that, right? Yeah, but I mean, in an ideal world, ideal world, Thanksgiving is used to study for for finals, which it never is. I mean, no one ever does that. Everyone says they'll Literally do it. All, already, almost finals. We have finals like right after Thanksgiving. Jeez. Well, I guess that means you have a lot of December, though, free. Oh, yeah. December, I have, like, a whole month off. So. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, December's the month you'll catch up. Yes. Uh, big old backlog. Yeah. I, wow, well, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got, uh, this shows you how far it goes back. I never finished, um, Death Parade. And that's been oh. on my list for a while. That one was a good. Ending. Yeah, I I want to I want to go back and finish it just so I can hear that theme song again. Somebody also never finished Future Diary. Yeah, that's true, and I can't believe I. I mean, it just goes to show if if I don't finish it within the week, it's it's a very slim chance that it'll get done <laughs> uh, before backlog time. But yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. School takes priority. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say that's the case, but <laughs> there's so many, higher. yeah, there's so much anime out there. I just keep getting distracted by other shows. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, is it my turn or your turn? I can't even remember. Your turn. I just did the Higurashi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, here's one. Uh, Shiaka the Coffin Princess English dub casts uh, Kira Vincent Davis as Shiaka. Uh, anime sounds familiar. 
Yeah, I know, right? We've talked about it several times on, on uh, <laughs> does, news articles. Does she happen to be a sorceress wielding rifle coffin princess by any chance? Uh, it it uh, depends on your definition of rifle. If you mean cannon, then probably. <laughs> but... Give that bitch a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches love cannons. Uh, boy. But, um, yeah, so uh, there's going to be, uh, and I'm excited for this uh they're going to release the um series on blu-ray dvd um and december 15th so i'm looking forward to that you realize with how much we've mentioned that on this show we have to watch it i know Uh, i know it's kind of like yeah we we have to make a big deal about it too (laughs) be like finally i'll i want to wait until the dub though oh yeah fair enough not really that far, maybe a month. I mean, it's it's hard enough to keep track of things when the main characters and the assassin coffin-wielding sorceress nonetheless mm-hmm. keep it up with it while reading subtitles. It's almost impossible. Right. <laughs> it is uh, a lot to swallow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, look forward to that one, too. Yeah, a lot of... Man, these voice actors, they're getting some... They're gonna be busy. Oh, I know, right? Is the season for voice acting? Um, I got a voice acting one too. Funimation announces Seraph of the End Vampire Reign Season One Part Two English Dubcast. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I watched the first episode of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the other day. What does it mean uh, by season one part two? I think it's uh I think it's it's one season just very long and instead of breaking it up into two seasons, I broke one season up into two parts. Oh, so it's like a twenty four episode series season yeah. or whatever. Yes. Okay. I'm assuming there's gonna be more than one season. I haven't seen up to the end, so I don't know, but this anime, that anime definitely feels like it could be a very big uh, shonen one, so I assume they'll probably continue. Uh, I gotcha. Uh, but it's going to have, so some of the cast, what was the main character's name in that? Do you remember? Uh, in... Seraph of the End. Oh, y- you. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, he's not <laughs> mentioned in this, <laughs> but it's going to have... Um, Eric Val voicing Ferid, F-E-R-I-D. Um, Justin Brenner voice, voicing Mikola, who I remember him. He was used friend, right? Yeah, his brother. Yeah. Friend, friend brother. So, um, there's that to look forward to. Oh, yeah. yeah. All kinds of good stuff to look forward to. Can't wait. What else should we look forward to? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about uh, Funimation revealing Noragami Aligato's broadcast dubcast? Ooh, yeah. I feel like we've both been holding out for the dub to watch that one. Yeah. I yeah. I just hope it uh, it's good. I really like the first season. Um, yeah. But it had its it had its issues, so I'm hoping they they fix those in the second season. Yeah, I was I was confused how to feel about the the first season because it 
and tried to do some cool things, but yeah, right. Like the concept was really cool, and I liked it. I liked most of the characters, <laughs> most of them, but it had its downfalls. So I'm hoping, yeah. Uh, anyway, it uh, announced the English dub cast for its broadcast dub of Noragami Aragato, uh anime series on Wednesday. Uh, oh, the cast under ADR director Caitlin Glass and lead writer Bonnie Clinkenbeard. Uh, oh, that, yes, please. <laughs> that, that sounds like a gnomish or like a, a dwarfish name. I have a level 86th withered gnome on World of Warcraft. It goes by the name Clinkenbeard. That's, uh, that's quite a bit under the level cap. Like fourteen levels under the level, <laughs> a level one hundred level cap now. Sorry, I've been really hooked on Guild Wars lately. Oh, no, wow, <laughs> oh, oh, it's wow, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I'm not kidding either. It's Clinkenbeard. C L I N K E N B E A R D. Clinkenbeard. Clinkenbeard. Bird. I'm, Bird. I'm so jealous of that last name. I mean, it's yeah. Anyway, um. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Jason. Oh, god damn. I swear something. English name. No. Uh, X. That's totally a French name, too. Like, first? Uh, I don't know. Jason something. As Yato. Yato. You know, uh, Jason. Right? Yeah, Jason. Jason. You remember Jason? <laughs> Mika. So. So. Lucid, so lucid, as you can, uh, you can, you can, you, you can, oh, damn it. I give up. Screw it. You want to see it? Go, go, go look it up yourselves. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I'm not it's just one of those tonight, man. It's one of those nights. It's, it's ironic that like the night we recorded where you were in a tornado and I was recording on my phone, uh, went a thousand times smoother slash better than this these we have perfect conditions right now i know it's <laughs> it's yes but again it's because we've recorded just two days ago three days ago so it's uh, just like yeah no I, not, i'm right there quite, with you you're not quite recharged all the way to give you know, a hundred percent. I can only give like seventy-five percent right now because I haven't been recharged enough. And apparently, seventy-five percent equates to go look it up yourself. <laughs> yeah, screw it. Seventy-five <laughs> percent is where I start. Then screw it. Jeez, I'd hate to see fifty percent or oh, you don't want sixty. <laughs> um, fifty percent might as well be zero percent. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> what is it like? Uh, is it like with that younger Tagoro brother where he's like 90 to 100 is the biggest change <laughs> right it doesn't add like you think it would it's it's definitely you know <laughs> uh anyway I've you been reading done? that he was a hunter times hunter guy right uh who the younger Tagoro brother no 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 that was uh that was uh oh Inuisha no, 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 not Inuyasha. That was uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, that's right. Okay, because I've been reading the Hunter Times Hunter manga, and I'm Hunter Squared. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Hunter x Hunter, okay? <laughs> um, I've been, like, every chapter... I've been with too much. <laughs> I know, it's a travesty, really. Uh-huh. Every chapter I've been like, where's this guy gonna come in? I know Tyler <laughs> mentioned him. That explains that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like you somehow find like a fan made uh, like crossover, crossover, (laughs) and it finally happens. You're like, oh, there he is! It's like, whoa! Not only did he finally appear, but he killed Frieza. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? That's crazy. (laughs) That's a that's a Yu-Gi-Oh abridged reference for anybody. (laughs) I have to go back and watch that now too. It was, it, it's good. It's good. Alright, so I got something from Anime News Network and oh. it's from that Answer Man guy we mentioned a while ago. Oh. And the question is, why is anime getting more popular in the West? Oh. Because it's awesome? Yeah. Uh, it is awesome. But the conclusion from what I can tell that he drew is because streaming is so much more available. With, like, not only Crunchyroll and Funimation, but now also Hulu and Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, even, and uh, don't forget MyAnimeList.net. Oh, yeah. Too. Yep. Even people who are just perusing, um, you know, sites like Hulu and Netflix now, they if they stumble across um, an anime with, with cool cover art, you know, the chances are high that they'll look into it. And then, Plus it's like a hundred times better than American cartoons. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but he also uh, mentioned it's because um, a lot of anime coming out now is taking Western appeal into consideration more, and they're doing more, um, more in genres that translate over to the West a lot better, like. Uh, heavy action and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that translates well anywhere. Yeah. Yep. So that's the general idea, uh, which is cool and good. I mean, the the more friends I can make over here who are into the anime thing, the the happier I am. Plus, it's more so, uh, opportunities for listeners. Oh yeah, that's more listeners, and then crunchyroll and funimation will be busier which means they may need to employ more people which you know maybe they'll need uh nathan and tyler's employees one day i can see it see it i could i could i could be a web developer for them i could probably do that yeah that'd be cool i don't know what i'd do for them but (laughs) i use asp.net I could be an an office chair seat warmer. I could just sit in people's chairs while they're gone and keep their seats warm. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to think that they'll get popular enough that they might have like uh, uh, their own boat or something. You know? Yeah, there like you a, go. An anime-themed cruise. How awesome would that oh, be? Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be really be cool. like Tokyo Towers at the cruise form. That would actually be like really cool. I have copyrighted that idea. <laughs> Let you try it. Well, you know what you got to do, right? To uh, to to copyright patent that to yourself. What? You gotta you gotta write it down, put it in an envelope, and then mail it to yourself. <laughs> 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 I guess that's like the rule of thumb thing. Could I mail it to you? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want. Does it matter who I mail it to? I don't think so. But, yeah. That would be cool. And I would be totally okay with working on that boat. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That would be a really cool thing. Heck, I'd be cool with being a janitor on that boat. <laughs> the funny thing is, since it's anime themed, the janitor's probably like the most powerful person on the boat. <laughs> Nobody knows, though. It's kind of a secret. <laughs> That works for anime themed and also for Ned's declassified themed. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, takes me back. All right. <clears throat> I have one more article. Since I film works on us, the English dub cast for Aura Kago or Kaga Mayurin's Last War. Um, the film. Actually, I think it might be. Nope, nope. I take that back. And I say it might be easier to pronounce that in Japanese, but I take that back. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Did you just say Kagama urine? Koga, Koga. Uh, I'm sorry, Koga. My urine. Booga my urine. <laughs> I just uh, wanted I just wanted to point out that this sounds funny. I uh I believe that's how it's pronounced. M A Y U R I N. Yeah, and you know, I believe you. I'm just saying it sounds a little funny. It's along the lines of I C U P funny colors kind of thing. Are Never mind, it's wins? stupid. <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry, I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce it. <laughs> Uh, uh, the cast under director David Wald includes Corey Hartzog as Ichiro, Juliet Simmons as Ryoko, Sara Ornales as Kabato, Jeff McMorrow as Dorison, and the list goes on. Again, you want to know it? You can go look it up. 75%, folks. <laughs> hey, 75% is like the first three, four names out of like a 20-name list. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Let's say that uh, Seiji Kishi, um, who is the director, I believe, um, also directed Persona 4. Ooh. Amazing. Angel Beats. Ooh. Eh? And My Bride is a Mermaid. You want to know what the uh, English title for that one oh, was? and is this a zombie? Oh, cool. The English title for My Bride is a Mermaid was Little Mermaid. It was produced by Disney. Oh. And here and- I thought it was My Bride is a Mermaid, and I thought the Japanese one was <laughs> Seto no... Common misconception. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my, my apology, guys. I'm not very. I'm. I'm not very good at that. My bride is a mermaid. Is actually the story of Little Mermaid told through the eyes of Prince Eric. <laughs> and and that would it be is quite amusing. It is approximately 15 minutes long. Yeah, this is like I met this cool girl. She can't speak. Hey, she can speak again. We're getting married. I found this hot naked girl washed up on a beach and we had dinner together and then we got married. 
It's crazy. crazy. Went on a boat ride where this hermit crab conducted an awesome song. No, I, I think this is, sounds like an awesome, awesome day. <laughs> what if what if they remade all the Disney princess movies through the prince's eyes? I guess they kind of <laughs> did that with Aladdin, didn't they? Oh, and, and well, it's no wonder Aladdin was one of the best Disney movies. What if they remade Aladdin through Jasmine's eyes? Or even better yet, through Raja's eyes. That was I, the pet tiger. I prefer through Genie's eyes. Oh, that would be cool. But unfortunately, Genie died, so... Genie well, didn't die. His voice actor passed nope, away, sadly. He died, he died with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> He lives on in our memories, though. What are some other fun... <laughs> We're just Disney recasts. Uh, Frozen. That would be quite interesting. That would. You knew Frozen Considering through. It's like very girl center. You could do uh, Finding Nemo through the jellyfish's eyes. Oh, you want to know a really like blow your mind one? Or Finding Nemo through the whale's eyes. What? <laughs> Toy Story through the kids' eyes. Oh, shit! Ah, uh, mind blown, right? That would be cool. I mean, it would probably be, like, very maddening. It would almost be, like, a horror. Like, Yeah, it'd be scary. <laughs> where, did these, where did these toys randomly come from? <laughs> They're staring at me. It's like it all of a sudden turns into, um... What is that? That movie with the ventriloquist doll that kills people? Uh, I don't know about the ventriloquist doll. Chucky? Chucky, that's one. Was he not a ventriloquist doll? No, he was more like a... a um, uh, like a girl's doll. Alright, well, I'm sorry I brought it up. Let's not taint our podcast with talk of that terrible thing. I have. Like, I, I okay, so funny story about that. Like, that, in, that, uh, that horror movie Chucky scared the shit out of me when yeah. I was a kid because my father was watching it on the living room TV one time when I was like five and I walked in it scared the shit out of Man, me. Man, yeah, your dad's mean. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I'll when I'm your dad's age that'll still scare the shit out of me. So, okay. So, recently I went back and I saw it on TV or something and I watched a little bit of it. I'm like, this looks horribly cheesy. Is I'm it not really stupid now? Yeah. Yeah, but for it's the like, longest time, that scared the that scarred me because like, I like, you know, Grandma's house. She yeah, has like those, those dolls, dolls at the end of the hallway. Like I wouldn't go whenever I slept at her house. I wouldn't go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because there was the dolls in the hallway, <laughs> and you just like. No, <laughs> I'll be the man first. Yeah, can we uh, let's let's end this podcast talking about episode talking about something else? Because I gotta get that off my mind now. All right, that's stuck, that's else? like a trigger word. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, fine, you... I'll I'll pull something out of my butt then. How's that? Um, and there poop. we go. Uh, Warner's live action Death Note film aims to cast Margaret Qualley. I didn't even know they were doing a live-action Death Note film. Live-action what? Death, Death Note? Note. Yeah. Haven't they done, like, several of those? In Japan. Oh, okay. This is in America. This is this is Warner's Brothers. Warner's Brothers, you say? Yeah. 
Deadline Hollywood reported on Thursday that Margaret Qualley, an actress from The Leftovers and daughter of actress Andy McDowell, will play the female lead in the Warner Brothers' planned Death Note film. Her character name has not yet been revealed. Holly joins Nat Wallace, who plays the main lead character, Light. I'm assuming they don't actually say Light, but I'm assuming it's Light. Um, Wallace's character name has also not yet been revealed, but dun, dun, Vanity dun. describes him as a student who discovered a supernatural notebook and allows him to kill him. So yes, it's Light. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never watched Death Note. Really? Yeah, really. That's a surprise. That is a surprise. I know, because it seems like everyone else in the universe has. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely kind of like a staple, an anime staple. You know, kind of got to watch it. Watch it. Sometimes. Maybe. It's, uh, you, you, I, I think you'll really like it. Think so? Yeah, it's super depressing. Like, oh, super no. Dark. I don't not know. Like, not like scary dark. It's just really fucked up. Yeah, and what what makes you think that's right up my alley? Oh, I know you love that stuff. <laughs> You're evil, don't forget. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, I never take full advantage of that. <laughs> you could, you could, but miss your opportunity. Well, we ended on a different note. That's true. We we ended up on Death Note, <laughs> which is apparently <laughs> really dark. Ding. Uh, it's, a, it's a rim shot moment, right? We ended on a different note. A death note. Oh, Ba-dum-ting. okay. Well, I'm I'm satisfied with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's All worth right. Uh, ending the podcast on. All right, guys. Um. Well, we loved spending time with you. Thanks for putting up with our a little bit pooped. Um. Sorry about that. We'll be back to a full steam next week. Oh yeah, definitely guaranteed. I'll yeah. be ex- excited next week. Um. Yeah. Especially so after the anime of the week, I have. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so we love you guys, and we can't wait to see you next week uh, for another episode of your weekly ramen. Sayonara. Namacha. Itadakimasu.